What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? So glad you're back here on the Success 101 podcast. As always, if you guys would like to connect with me, please shoot my team an email to info at success101podcast.com, or you can catch me in the world of social media on the Success 101 Facebook community page, on Instagram under the name at Success 101 Podcast, or if you're looking for a little bit of a different side to me, check out my Twitter page under the name at Warren Jared. Awesome show coming up with my friend Karen Brown. We're actually turning this into a two-part series because her message was so phenomenal about unlimiting your beliefs. She's got a lot to share with you guys, so I knew I had to get her back on. Her book, Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life is awesome. I'm holding it right here. She went through the toughest race in the world. Episode one here is about unlimiting your beliefs. You're gonna love this. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron, a meal delivery kit. Sometimes I say they are a meal delivery service. That's not correct. It's a kit. They allow you to make the meal after sending you all the ingredients with photographic step-by-step instructions that allow you to make the meal. And even if you're not a cook, if you're like, Jared, I can't cook, doesn't matter. Blue Apron is here to save the day. My favorite is the Mediterranean line over there, but they've got buffalo sliders, spicy chicken and stir-fried vegetables, super delicious dishes. They are the number one fresh ingredient service in the country. And the thing I love is they've got a ton of plans over there. They got a two-person plan. They've got a family plan. They've got a wine plan where you can get several bottles of wine delivered monthly that have been hand-chosen. What other food delivery service does that? It's step-by-step, as I mentioned. It's right to your door. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and what their culinary team selects. And they're non-GMO, no hormones added to any of their meat. They are, as I call them always, the Netflix of meal kit services. For Father's Day, doesn't matter if you're a dad or not. You can still get in on this deal, ladies. For Father's Day, they've got $40 off your first box. That's a phenomenal thing. I'm always into these ads that allow you to dip your toes in the water and decide if you like this or not. I know you're going to love it. They're offering $40 off your first box. That's valid until Sunday, June 17th until midnight. So depending on when you're listening to this, it could already be gone. That's why you need to tune in and subscribe to my podcast so you get all the episodes as they come out and you don't miss valuable stuff like this. Head to my website, success101podcast.com forward slash blue apron. You can see the Father's Day special over there, along with a couple of other offers my team has running. Just don't miss out on the deal. This show is also brought to you by Ample, A-M-P-L-E. The good people over at Ample have sourced the most nutrient-dense meal replacement shake in the world, 400 or 600 calories, depending on your liking. This thing is incredible, and I'm so glad each morning that I get to grab one on the way out the door so I don't have to chop or blend or clean up. I grab my ample, add a little milk to it. You can add your cold brew coffee to it, anything you want, and you're right out the door with some of the world's freshest probiotics, prebiotics, high-quality fiber, clean-burning carbohydrates with a low glycemic impact. Your body and your brain will thank you. What if we paired up Blue Apron with Ample? I guess you'd have to have Blue Apron for breakfast, which they do offer that as well. But if you guys want in on 15% off of your Ample order, head to success101podcast.com forward slash Ample. Again, that's A-M-P-L-E. The important thing here is that you enter Success 101 in the checkout section when you make your purchase. That way they know we sent you guys over there. Blue Apron and Ample, Success 101 Podcast, delivering you guys the goods. Go check it out. 
My coaching programs are still available over on the website. I've had tremendous feedback. Each one of these modules on the website of the four are super intensive, different time links with each one. I look forward to meeting more of you guys out there worldwide. Just head to success101podcast.com forward slash coaching. Pick the model that's right for you. Contact me. Let's get started. And my book is still available for just the shipping cost under the book section of the same website. If you're in the U.S., enter Success 101 at checkout for the paperback. You'll get that for just the shipping cost. If you're international outside the U.S., select the ebook reader version. You'll get an instant download to that. And I look forward to hearing about you guys diving into the six vision building strategies, the five components for creating a bigger vision. My book, From Success to Significance, has all of that. And you can check it out over on success101podcast.com forward slash book. <sighs> Always like getting through the sponsorships early so we can get on to the meat of the show. And that is Miss Karen Brown. Karen has combined her experience as an Ironman World Championship competitor with scientifically proving coaching techniques, which you'll hear a lot about today as well, into a program that helps others unlimit their beliefs and excel in ways that they only dreamed of. It's also the title of her book, as I mentioned, Unlimiting Your Beliefs. Karen facilitates higher levels of success in others through keynote speeches, presentations, and workshops for corporations, professional associations, business groups. She and her national team also coaches leaders individually through her company, Velocity Leadership Consulting. So without any further delay, let's jump right into my conversation with the one and only Kieran Brown. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. I am so fired up to have you here today. How are things going? Oh, Jared, I am thrilled to be here. And as I said in the intro, you have so much that you can provide our listeners all the way from business performance to athletic performance. I'm so excited to get into some of that, but I just knew I had to get you on the show once I heard your story because you have so much depth to you. There's so much well-roundedness to you when it comes to the areas of peak performance, upgrading your mind and body toward accomplishing more. And I know that's what my listeners are really all about. And I think just we were talking a little bit offline about a lot of the things that you and I have in common when it comes to the mind and body connection, some of the limiting beliefs that I've experienced in the business world and the athletic world. You're a subject matter expert in the field of unconscious and the unconscious mind or mindset with really a focus on leadership and professional performance. We'll kick it off there. Describe to the listeners what that really means in your practice and your coaching with clients. I'm a subject matter expert in the unconscious mind. And uh, listeners, I want you to pay special attention attention to this because, and if you can even write it down or take note of it, it's really important. The latest scientific research shows that only 0.008% of everything we do, all the decisions we make every day are conscious ones. Everything else is driven by our unconscious mind. And for the sake of our conversation today, let's just agree that the term subconscious and unconscious mind mean the same thing. 
Got it. You know, a- after uh, accomplishing a 28-year dream that I had of competing in the Ironman World Championships as an amateur athlete, I discovered the power of the unconscious mind. And then I, I just dove in headfirst. I wanted to become you know, an expert. I wanted to master the subject because I found that it was the key to human performance and human potential. And it's also the key that holds us back. So I studied, I researched, I got internationally credentialed. Um, You know, I just, I basically took being a student of human beings that I had been as a business leader, a business executive for 25 plus years and coaching team members. And I, and I was pretty good at it, but really just in a conscious mind kind of sense, like a traditional kind of sense until I discovered the power of the unconscious mind. And I thought, wow, this is it. This is the key. This is the ticket. Like this is, and I even studied, you know, top performers in every field, athleticism, finance, health, I mean, everything. Think of Elon Musk, right? Like he's, he's probably the poster child for this lately. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, if you look back in our history, anybody who accomplished anything, like the other example I like to use is Penny Chenery. And for the listeners who aren't familiar with her, she was the housewife owner of Secretariat. And she completely turned the entire horse racing industry on its ear. She turned it upside down. And it's because she tapped into the unconscious mind and specifically she took limiting beliefs that a lot of other people in that industry had and she unlimited them. You know, she was a housewife. You know, her father got sick. I I don't know the horse racing lingo, so forgive me. Uh, But they had, you know, stables in that part of the world. And, uh, you know, she was the one who had to sort of step in when her father got sick and make these decisions about what foals she wanted in the coin toss. And she actually went against all the traditional so-called rules of horse racing and, you know, choosing bloodlines and and foals and all of that because she had an incredible intuition. And that intuition actually went back to her unlimiting her beliefs. And what that looks like is a limiting belief, first of all, is when we say things like, well, I don't have enough money, talent, time, skill, support, whatever, to achieve that. And instead of her, you know, thinking and saying, well, I can't possibly go up against these titans of the horse racing business. I'm a housewife in Fort Collins, Colorado. What do I really know? She unlimited her beliefs and thought, I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to stick with what I know, what I've been taught, that I know I can do this. I know that I can pick the right foal. And if I do the right things and I keep listening to those instincts and I keep listening to my beliefs, I'm going to have a good outcome. Like I said, she made a huge difference in the world. And because of those unlimiting beliefs, which is also the the title of my book, she actually completely changed, transformed that whole industry. It's one thing to say, I can identify the unlimiting beliefs of I don't have the time, resources, support, all the things you just mentioned. You build up that courage, you decide to move forward, whatever it is, whether it's athletics, business, mindset, fill in the blank, whatever. In the next breath, our mind has a funny way 
of completely convincing us of something for one second and then completely destroying that the next second. What do you say to somebody that says, Kieran, I've tried to unlimit my beliefs. I've tried to build up my courage. I've tried to tell myself that just because I don't have those things around me, screw that. I'm going to push forward. I'm going to accomplish this. I'm going to win that. I'm going to do whatever. And then all of a sudden my mind tells me, oh, but wait, you're still you. You're still in the same position. You're still in the same whatever. And it's this yo-yo effect, right, that I found that people go back and forth with from the positive mindset to the negative mindset. And our mind truly is wired to focus more on the negative. It's like Teflon for the positive. It's complete Velcro for the negative. And that may just be our lot. We may just live with that for the rest of our life of having to fight this battle of telling ourselves one thing, but then succumbing to the fact that our brain wants to think another way. Hearing you talk, though, I'm convinced that you truly believe in this unlimiting belief mindset. And knowing the research that I know about you, you have set your life and your practice around that. Talk to that person, though, that says, I've tried several times in my life to unlimit my beliefs, to use your words there. But then my brain just goes right back into the same spot of, yes, I try to believe those things, but oh my gosh, I'm back in the negative state again. What would you say to that person? Here's what I would say. First of all, you've got to understand how your brain works. Then once you understand that, it's pretty easy to incorporate the scientifically proven technique that works every time on everything. And it doesn't mean that you can do this technique and then poof, you know, the change is going to happen and this is going to show up. You've actually got to do the work and make active changes along the way. Uh, but it it does work every single time in every environment because it is science, right? It's the science of how your unconscious mind works. And then the third thing I would say, it's all about identifying it in the moment and then changing the pattern. If you think of your unconscious mind as the most simplistic, powerful machine, that's really what it is. And it was built to keep us safe. So if you if you picture us in caveman times, you know, our unconscious mind very quickly had to size up whether something was a friend, a foe, or food, right? right? And just in a split second, it had to make that determination, a judgment call, if you will. And it always goes back to the side of foe or protect, 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 keep the body and the mind safe. And because of that, that's the yo-yo you're talking about, right? So even if we unlimit, you know, our beliefs one day with the technique, just, you know, the first day of the technique, we're still going to have those habitual thought patterns because this is the other thing the unconscious mind does. It's like your cell phone battery. You know, it's freshest when you take it off the charger in the morning, but as you have to do a lot of thinking, even heavy or new thinking, even setting new patterns of thinking, it eats up juice in a big way. It sucks it down. So the unconscious mind is also always looking for patterns like shortcuts. And it literally works like this. It'll say, oh, okay, this time right now in 2018, it's just like that other time a year ago. And it's just like that other time five years ago. And it's just like that other time eight months before that. And even if none of those things are exactly the same, because they're really not, the unconscious mind against simplistic, powerful machine will link them all together and say, oh, okay, boom, we can't do it. And here's why, here's the evidence. It goes to follow then that once we understand that's how the unconscious mind works, that's driving everything, then we can tap into it with a really actually simple technique where what we're doing 
is we are changing our habitual thought pattern. So we're taking a limiting belief, which is nothing more than a habitual thought pattern. And then we are unlimiting it. We're conquering it and transforming it into an unlimiting belief. And that takes active work. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You said simple change or simple to implement, but simple in theory, but it's hard and active to actually put it into place. Yeah, simple, not easy. And anything that's worthwhile and any you know higher, resu- higher level results you're looking for, you've got to do something differently than you did before. And let me be the first one to admit that you know, once you unlimit your beliefs about one thing, one goal, one dream, whatever it is, it's going to make it so much easier to achieve it. And that doesn't mean that you'll never come across limiting beliefs later. You will. It's because of how your unconscious mind is wired. It's because of how it was created. So basically you're just learning like the best system hack ever right? Like this is the key to everything. Right. So listeners, this is really important. I need you to get out a piece of paper because we're going to write some stuff down. And it's important that you write it down. Like it doesn't have the same power if you just type it. So write it down. And that's also a key to, it's kind of an entry point, one of the entry points into the unconscious mind. On the piece of paper, left-hand side of the page, write down what your limiting belief is. And if you don't know what it is, then ask yourself, okay, what's stopping me from achieving X? You know, whatever it is that you want to achieve that you haven't been able to yet, that's driving you crazy, or maybe it's even the thing that you haven't admitted to yourself or anyone else that you really want to achieve. Whatever it is is stopping you from doing that, write that down. For me, it was well, I'm not an elite athlete, so how could I compete in the Ironman World Championships? Now, what you're going to discover when you tap into your unconscious mind like this by just asking a question like that is that there's more than one limiting belief rattling around in there. It's just that you've probably only been consciously or maybe you haven't been consciously aware of this one, this, this uh, title, this main one, but there are more. So stay with it. Whatever other limiting beliefs pop up for you, write them all down. When I did this exercise at the age of 44 in 2010, I had a whole page of these. And I'm thinking too, you could do this on several areas of life because I know you do coaching with your clients on business, on athletics, on mindset, on all of that. Those limiting beliefs could be for whatever you're doing in your profession. It could be whatever you're trying to do with your family. It could be whatever you're doing in, like you said, in the Ironman World Championships. It's like there's so many different spider webs that can go off of this. Absolutely right, Jared. Yes, it's important that you get all of these captured on the piece of paper. And literally just keep asking yourself that question until you're empty. You don't have any, any more rattling around in there. Then on the right-hand side of the page, start at the top and write the exact opposite or the unlimiting belief version of the limiting belief. So for me, it was, I will compete in the Ironman World Championships. Do that for each one down the list. Now, here's where it gets fun. Now that we've captured them all on a list comes the active change part find a way to to keep this list with you every day. So whether you take a picture of it and it's on your phone or you write it in a journal uh, or a notebook or, you know, something that you carry with you, carry it with you every single day. 
You've got to have it with you at all times, okay? Because these limiting beliefs pop up all the time. And now that we've captured them all, you're going to have a heightened sense of awareness. And now your unconscious mind is going to, going to cue you or tell you when you're thinking it. And literally, when you catch yourself thinking that limiting belief or even saying it, then verbalize out loud, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, the unlimiting belief. So for me, I would stop in the office and realize I had just had that limiting belief and I would say, I will compete in the Ironman World Championships. Now it's important to to do this because, and, and verbalize out loud, don't just say it to yourself. This is another point of entry into the unconscious mind and you want this to happen more quickly, right? The better you can use a point of entry like that or many points of entry, the more quickly your unconscious mind actually sits up and pays attention and says, Jared wants to make a change here. Okay, that, that, this is what Jared wants. He wants to compete in the Ironman World Championships. Okay, got it. It makes it so much easier because then what happens is your reticular activation system kicks in and starts to see, like it literally is like radar out there looking for, scanning for, the resources, the people, the conversations, the tools that are going to help you achieve what you said you wanted. So for me, honestly, what it showed up as were the exact right people with the specific piece of knowledge that I needed right then, like to fill in the blank that I was struggling with, or I didn't, you know, I had a a question mark above my head about. The first day that you do this, it's going to feel contrived. Okay, it's going to feel funny. It's going to feel different. It's going to be uncomfortable. That's a good thing. That proves that you are changing this habitual thought pattern in your unconscious mind. Foolish, contrived, different. And hey, take it from me. I am nothing special. I do not have natural talent. I just had this big gargantuan dream that I kind of wondered, thought, that I might have the, the, the capacity to do it, of competing in the toughest race in the entire world as a super nobody, right? I mean, it's mostly a race that's made up of professional athletes, the best of which come from across the world. And here I am, you know, this 44-year-old recreational athlete that says, I'm going to do that. I wasn't a swimmer. I didn't even know what a road bike And here I am saying, no, I want to compete in the Ironman World Championships. And let me just share with you, there were a lot of people who thought I was crazy and who said I would never get there. And then once I use this technique every day, you know, and I started on day one when it felt really foolish, really weird, really contrived, and people gave me weird looks when I said, I will compete in the Ironman World Championships. I mean, it honestly felt like I was talking myself into it, which you are. You're actually getting your unconscious mind to sit up and pay attention and do something different than continually talking you out of it and trying to keep you safe from something that it views as a threat. 100%. Yeah. And because I tapped into and changed my limiting beliefs, I achieved this dream in two years after I went all in. So I held myself back for 28 Then I learned this technique and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the thing that I've been looking for. This is the game changer. I incorporated it. And then I got there in two short years. 
that obviously taught you a ton of lessons. And I know a lot of that is in your book. As far as the seven keys to greater personal and professional success, why seven keys? Where did that come from? There are actually seven keys that I found that were scientifically proven. And, you know, out of out of all of the things that I could have included in the book, I, I really distilled it down to the top seven. If you just use these seven over and over in anything and everything that you want to achieve, higher levels of performance, they're going to be helpful to you. It will be so much easier for you to get there. And then you can just keep going, you know, bigger and expanding. That's the other thing I found, you know, I litmus tested all of them, case study after case study after case study. And these seven were all in common uh, with all of those case studies. This is actually what we do with clients. We coach one-on-one with leaders, you know, all the way up to executives. So whether you're leading yourself or your team or the entire company, What we bring to the coaching table is really coaching using these concepts from the unconscious mind. So instead of, you know, a kind of a typical coaching conversation is, well, what's the problem? What are your options? What do you, which one do you want to take? We would say, tell me what's going on. And from just your maybe one sentence answer, because we're masters in neuro-linguistic programming. So, which means we can pick up what's going on for you based on the words that you use and the way that you say them, then we'll ask you a question to really open that up, kind of seeing flags about what are going on for you. Every time we do it, our our clients say, how did you know to ask me about that? I never even knew that was in there or I haven't shared that with anyone. Well, that's how powerful the unconscious mind is and why it's the key to higher levels of success. Because here's the other point I want to make on this. Everybody who's listening to this show, I would wager, is probably a high performer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've had some level of success. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't even be listening to this show. You'd be listening to another show. You've probably had that level of success based on your conscious efforts. Like you were talking about in the intro, Jared, you know, where you were and what caused you to make changes in your life and start this show you know, you, you got to where you were at that point through, you know, determination and grit and discipline, you know, tenacity, maybe even being stubborn and just, you know, I'll just work harder. Nobody's going to outwork me, you know, and I'll continue to, uh, you know, achieve higher and higher results. But the problem I'd proven that I could do it for a long time. So I just kept thriving in that. Yeah. Until you stop. Conscious efforts go all the way back to the beginning of our conversation, account for 0.008% of what's possible. Those efforts are only going to get you so far. There's another great book out there called What Got You Here Won't Get You There. It's by Marshall Goldsmith. Yeah, great book. These are some of the things that the ideas that he talks about, although he doesn't go so much into the unconscious like we do. But you've got to do something different if you want to get to someplace different, uh, this is my mission, you know, within what we do. I want to revolutionize the coaching industry and pioneer this work with the unconscious mind because you can achieve higher level results and keep expanding them so much more quickly and easily. That's why the name of my company is called Velocity. When you tap into the power of your unconscious mind rather than, you know, just staying grinding it away with your conscious efforts. Correct. I know you were highlighted in Max Sports and Fitness uh, online, and you gave a quote in there that I loved. You said, it is essential to have your own 
definition of success, which I agree with 100%. And you said, if we're trying to chase someone else's idea of success, we either fall short or the achievement feels empty and we're disappointed. It's only by having our own definition and pursuing it that we will truly be victorious. I, I can't agree more with that as far as when we're looking at our life and the limiting beliefs and everything that we've talked about here. We have to have our own definition of success. I love how you said it's essential that we have that because anyone else's idea of success is going to allow us to fall short or we are going to feel empty once we do cross that finish line. Is that some of the leadership lessons you learned from the Ironman? Absolutely. That's where I learned it. Um, I think I started seeing it and being exposed to it uh, when I was still, you know, working in the corporate world as an executive leader. Uh, but I, I didn't really have any meaning. You know, I didn't have any context with it until the Ironman. And then it became crystal clear because here's the other thing that happens with our unconscious mind. So when we tap into a big dream that we are not sure at all we can achieve, which is another entry point into the unconscious mind. There's another great book out there called Rise of Superman that actually goes into this yeah. and explains the science. Stephen Cutler. It's fascinating. And it's highly entertaining as well. Uh, that's another entry point to the unconscious mind. Uh, so when you tap into that big gargantuan dream that you, you're you not sure at all that you can achieve, then you unlimit your, your limiting beliefs about it. Then what happens is you start seeing yourself in a new way. That becomes your identity. So it's important and essential that we define our own success for ourselves because if we're trying to live up to someone else's definition of success, we will never take on that identity. It's like our unconscious mind, that caveman, will just keep looking at, you know, that other caveman's idea of success and their identity and go, well, we're not them. Yeah. You know, it's like, does not compute, does not compute. Your unconscious mind is the most simplistic, powerful machine. That's why it's absolutely essential for you to identify your own success. You know, what is success for you? What does that look like? And I don't care if someone's laughing at it or it's never been done, or it sounds like the craziest thing in the world. It sounds like it cannot happen. Look at Elon Musk, people. I mean, he's doing things that just a few years ago, people said that can never happen. Anything is truly possible. And if you can think it up, it is possible to be done. And here's the other thing. If you're thinking it up, there's a compelling reason why you're thinking it up. Maybe that is what success looks like for you. Do it, chase it, pursue it, achieve it. Yeah, I refer to that many times as the sin of comparison with my advisors and coaching clients I'm working with because it's so easy to compare to everyone around us and not really look at what we're doing or should be doing. That, that's such a great mm -hmm. reminder. What what would you say is the one scientific key? Because you mentioned the scientific and the brain and the mindset earlier. What What's the one scientific or mindset key that is really blocking greater success with most people that you work with? Well, first of all, I, I would say, and, and my research bears this out, that it is limiting beliefs. Like even with CEOs that we work with who have accomplished a great deal, they're still holding limiting beliefs about going bigger expanding, you know, doing something different. I call these blind spots. You know, it's kind of like the blind spot in your mirror when you're driving, right? You can see all around it, but you can't see in that one spot. And for a lot of leaders, business people that we work with, that is true. 
you know, they'll, they'll see all the opportunities except for that one blind spot and they'll expand all those opportunities. But that blind spot is actually the biggest opportunity that they have. Here's one more technique that I would, that I would call out from the book because it is so pervasive in our culture today. And in the book, I refer to it as no discipline. It is a play on words. It is the discipline to say no to the things that are going to distract you or get you off track from achieving your dream. You know, this is easy to say, you know, yeah, I said no to, you know, I put my phone on silent for 10 whole minutes, or maybe there are those of you in the audience that actually know how to turn your phone off and like keep it off for a extended period of time, uh, or who, you know, uh, are good at mastering their schedule and not answering emails all throughout the day, you know, picking one time, you know, to answer them and being efficient in that way. Now, here's what it also means, though, to have no discipline or the discipline to say no to the things that are going to get you off track. What about those thoughts that distract you? Like when you're focusing and you're working in achieving your dream fully present, then do you let in distracting thoughts, like thoughts about relationships, thoughts about, I I really just need to do this one little task. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's not only these sort of outside distractions, it's also the distractions of our thoughts. So even if you can take, you know, 10 minutes at first, totally focused, completely present on the task at hand that's going to deliver your new result or your dream or your goal, that is going to be more powerful than trying to block out two hours and being distracted and bouncing off the walls the whole time. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. And so many people get caught up in floating through the day. I've, I've been guilty of this where I really pride myself in being very disciplined. What I would feel like is on point with what I'm doing. And you get through the end of the day and you go, wow, I worked my tail off all day long. I'm fatigued. I'm tired. I did so much. But then part of you in the back of your mind's going, what did I really accomplish? And it's because certain things popped up that kept me busy, yeah. but I didn't say no to those things and I focused on other things. Yeah, absolutely right. So a couple points about that for your listeners to use. Number one, at the time that I had this big dream of the Ironman, I thought that it had nothing to do with my purpose or my work. I thought that they were two separate things. Mm. And what I found is when I did what I needed to do and focused on those things during the day to achieve my Ironman dream, it was so much easier to then focus on my work tasks so I could complete my goals there. You know, I stay on task, I stayed on task so much better and so much easier that I found that I had more time than I even thought that I would at first. I mean, and let's just put this into perspective. At the time I had taken over leadership of a failing office and was tasked with turning it around quickly. I was also doing two to three workouts a day, six days a week, And I was in this new world called triathlon where I was usually or very frequently the slowest competitor. So it's not like I didn't have anything else going on. Mm. And once you actually focus in on those things, get someone else to help you with this. Say, hey, Jared, would you look at, you know, what I did today? 
You tell me if you think I said no to everything I should have that would have gotten me off track to achieving my dream. Because I, I do find that we can only take ourselves to a certain point and then we need that, that outside set of eyes or even ask yourself, hey, if I showed this to someone else, would they be able to identify something else that I should have said no to? That by saying no to that, I'm going to be able to say yes to achieving this and anything else that I want that's in front of me. And it's interesting. They're going to be able to point that out way faster than we can on the things to say no to. I mean, I'm just thinking through just the advisors I work with here, people in business that I work with, my own clients. I can see certain things that they're doing in their life and they give pushback. They try to say that they're not doing that, whatever. If you have somebody that's holding you accountable to working out or exercise or whatever, they may help you get to the gym. They may help you work out, whatever. I think it's a totally different dynamic and you just hit it on the head there. If you can get somebody in your life that you truly trust and respect, not people that are going to tell you everything you need to hear but or things you want to hear, but they're going to tell you things you need to hear, especially when it centers around, did I do the things to say no to the things that would keep me from accomplishing my goal on this day? That's a very good litmus test for people to be able to hold you accountable. And they're going to see things about that that you probably won't see in your own life. Oh, that's such a great point, Jared. Let me add to it by saying this. We can't coach ourselves because we can't see our own blind spots. That's why we need other human beings in this life. That's why we need coaches. That's honestly one of the keys to my book. And the first thing that I did to pursue and complete the Ironman after I unlimited my beliefs, I hired a coach because I thought, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any earthly idea what to do on how to, how to achieve this. And while I think your listeners are much further ahead than that, you're right. Um, you know, if we ask family or friends or loved one, you know, to say, hey, would you look at this and can you identify if there's something here I should have said no to? They're going to go, oh, no, honey, you're doing great. That's not what I'm talking about. We don't need more of that. We need reality and someone to kick us and go, those three things out of there. Karen, thanks so much. So awesome to have you on the show today. I want to make sure that I promote your book, Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success, as we mentioned already. And I know you've got a landing page that you create for this. Why don't we steer more people your direction? Tell our listeners where to find you, what websites or other media that you're on to where they can find out more about you. Uh, so the name of my company is Velocity Leadership Consulting. And just for your listeners, I put together a playlist of five of my best short videos, which are techniques on how to use the power of your unconscious mind. And those are available on velocityleadershipconsulting.com forward slash success 101. You can also get in touch with me there. Uh, and you can also find access to the book there. Karen, thanks so much. I'll link all of that up in show notes. Thank you so much for your time here today. And I look forward to getting this episode out. Thank you so much, Jared. Ooh, man, that was a ton of fun. Loved having Karen on the show and hope you took a ton away from her peak performance message. Can't wait to bring her back for part number two. You guys are going to love that. And again, if you'd like to connect with me, please shoot my team an email to info at success101podcast.com. And I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode. Get out of here. Mm -hmm.